Well, yeah, but you guys could have gone on, you know. But from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. We told you about the subway fire, and now I'm going to tell you about the suspect who they are questioning. I'm talking about the police and the person of interest. This does not usually you know have a happy it's, ending. You like, do want to get yourself together. Uh, yeah, well, his name is Nathaniel Avenger. He was identified as such, also being questioned uh, about a March 11th fire on 125th Street, which we think of as the street that the Apollo is on. Uh, I go there all the time when COVID-19 does not force me indoors. He has 39 prior arrests, including a March 19th bust for damaging property and a March 6th arrest for criminal mischief. So he's uh, been arrested very recently. And you know what? As as I'm joined by my guests here, uh, Ben Manis from down in Philadelphia and also from that region, Tlaib Starks, host of Safe Space. What's happening, fellas? Hey, 39. um, Uh, 39 arrests. 39, yeah. Yeah, 39 arrests still on the street. This Not bail bad. reform is working out like gangbusters in New York right now. Uh, yeah, well... Bringing the crime back to Harlem. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. And, and this was on the subway on, on, on uh, I guess, an Express 2, you know, so uh, they were headed up that way anyhow. But I was just trying to show you his uh, picture here. He mm, looks as if winky. he's uh, very proud of it, doesn't he, Tlaib? Is that a mugshot? Uh, I'm not really. If it is, <laughs> he should use it as his, on his dating profile. <laughs> Facebook, Tinder profile. Yeah, 39. Beat that. Yeah. Uh, 39 isn't, when dealing with the subway here, 39 is about, is that above average or below average? Oh, I, average. I, you know, I mean, like we're talking about, uh, you know, not all those happened in the subway, of course, but. Sure. You know, he's probably going to do like. 39 any, priors. He's probably going to do like a lot of men do. And you get to 39 and then even though you turn 40 and you ha- you, you keep it at 39, <laughs> you know. Exact Benny. Yeah. I just had my 39th arrest. That's right. <laughs> Wait, how come we don't have earbuds? Like, are we? You're we loud and clear. We're yeah. Good? Okay. I mean, I yeah, I could put a splitter in, but that would only do it for nothing like for putting two earbuds in. We're all sitting in the same four feet. Just want to yeah. make sure it's this great is... social distancing, guys. I love it. Oh yeah. Well, it's you know, okay. you can get the fuck out. I guess that would be some good distancing. <laughs> you know what the best part about you know the one the 125th Street is when I used to uh, live here in the bad old days. Mm. We used to have fun watching the tourists forget to get off on the Upper East Side. And then the very next stop is the heart of Harlem. You say we. What do you mean we? Me and all my classmates. We'd get on the train and go to school. And um, here's that uh, that tourist group from Idaho who forget that uh, museums is 86th Street. And the next stop is the Apollo. And this is before it got <laughs> nice and hipstery. Yeah. This is when you, it was a death sentence, especially with a $3,000 camera on your neck. So. Yeah, going up there is not necessarily a death sentence anymore, you know. But then again, the way appeals and everything go, a death sentence not really a death sentence anymore. Ask Mumia Abu-Jamal. How about in Long Island? A family had their beloved cat beaten and decapitated, and they found it in your backyard. Uh, the black and tan-colored tabby named Peppa. Peppa! <laughs> Don't lose your head, Peppa. Found dead in the family's property in Oak Street, Center Reach. I don't really know exactly where that is, but it's Suffolk. Uh, Not great. Suffolk. Suffolk's a wonderful county, though. Is that the extent of the crime that's happening up there in Suffolk? Oh no, well, I mean, you if know, you're not MS13, beheadings. Yeah, and whatnot. behead a person okay. if you're MS13. Wait, behead a cat was beheaded. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe it's uh, maybe it is uh, yeah, ex- exact feline thirteen or something. You know, right? <laughs> Yeah, because MS, yeah, this is MS-13. Am I right, Benny? <laughs> yeah, yeah they, 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 they do got a decapitate nice foothold island, and uh, they do decapitate the average person. Brentwood being kind of like the epicenter of that foothold, and uh, they do not like MS-13 jokes up there at all. 
It is a serious deal. Oh, you don't uh, say. Maybe yeah. you have to say uh, it in Spanish. <laughs> Via Alegre. Got a little Paul Rodriguez MS on him. Multiple, multiple sclerosis, right? Isn't that what the MS stands for? Or no? Am it I? could be. Marasavaturucha, yeah. I think, is what it is. I think it was a Santeria deal. I believe that was what the, the cat beheading was. You know, they have to behead some uh, animals in their rituals uh, sometimes. And you, you look at me quizzically, but I'm telling you, every year, every spring, we find body uh, animal mm. body parts in the parks. And uh, that's it's the Santerians. Holy I shit. always thought those Santeria parties was like they took the whole animal and they sacrificed them at the party. Like they didn't just take the head home and dance with it. You know that that's why I'm a little confused. Well, Sounds you like know what? I mean, that could be. I mean, uh, you're probably right to some degree on that. But I mean, Santeria party in the park. Santeria allows all kinds, and they have many different manifestations of it. In fact, it's so loose, it's almost not a religion. In fact, I would go so far as to say. It's just a weird cult of, wow. of voodoo and Catholicism blended up. Cat decapitated Santeria. Yeah, the mm-hmm. animal is the important thing, but you know yeah. what? It could Animal be, blood. It could be some kind of a voodoo thing where they're putting a curse on the owner of the house. Or, or maybe. Yeah. No, it is, also is, could be yeah. just some kids in the neighborhood, right? Seems or like the kind of thing they Maybe the cat do. was in heat and they got sick of hearing it whine. Sounds like COVID-20 yeah. is on the way. If oh, shit. That's what's happening. If, Blows your fucking head off. If, if someone is, eat it. I don't know. Is it a cover-up about this story? How do we know? Maybe I this mean... cat works for the rival cartel. <laughs> right. Cops are investigating the death of a 62-year-old man found sprawled on the floor of a subway car at the train's last stop in Queens on Thursday. Cops uh, were called to the Astoria Dittmar's Boulevard end train station. Oh, my goodness. Right there in Astoria. Yeah. That is an above-ground train at 4.30 a.m. after the victim. Yeah, mine, too, when I lived there. What was your stop? It's Dittmar's, yeah. Oh, you went all the way up. 23rd Avenue. Oh, you were in a nice neighborhood then, huh? Thank you. Uh, Thank nice you very fancy much pants area. Yeah, and I mean, I was at uh, the, what was with 36th uh, Avenue, which was uh, equidistant from my place with the Broadway stop. There was a guy who committed a great suicide at that Broadway stop one time. He left a note in his wallet and his phone. He jumped onto the train, and then the, when the train came, you know, it just squished him between the tracks, so his body parts fell onto Holy the street. Shit. Guy to recognizing Holy your shit. saints. Yeah. I Oh, that was, hey, but you get a great gyro over there, so that's what matters. Yeah, because obviously uh, completely... That's a great way to choreograph your, your death. You go uh, your I, way. I think so, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like he had his, his suicide was written by Quentin Tarantino or something. <laughs> There's nothing worse than rail accidents. Now, this guy that you're talking about who was found unconscious, you said? Yeah, 62 and uh, up at the last stop. So uh, he got his full ride in. Cops were called to the uh, end station there about 4.30 a.m. after the victim was discovered dead on the floor of a train car. His name was not immediately released. Investigators are trying to track down family members. Yeah, the man had no apparent wounds or injuries, and his death does not appear to be suspicious. An autopsy's been slated to determine how he died. Coronavirus, bitch! Exactly. Fill in the blank. You know, the hilarious thing is in the old days, it was uh, the homeless would be on the trains. Well, the home, the old days are back, ladies and gentlemen. And, um, you know, sometimes they'd be dead for three or four last stops in a row before anyone realizes you know they what? came so, in and cleaned the train. So I, I was on a train, Pat, uh-huh. and... Uh, Homeless guy is on there begging for for money. He gets off. He sees his cigarette butt on the ground. He picks it up and just, you know, puts it in his mouth. Uh-huh. Maybe that's... And we're worried about... Which hole did you want him to put it in? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know at that point. It's fucking, mm. why are you picking this up? And 
Why, you know, he wasn't wearing rubber gloves. He didn't have on a mask. And Dental he wasn't damn. following all of these Dental rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, yeah. I mean, the people who are the least careful sometimes, you know, will, will, yeah. will just build up some kind of immunity. You know, he's probably had it. You say he's a homeless guy? Yeah, he's a homeless guy. Well, so, you know, smokers are less likely to get the, to get the virus. I didn't know that. That is a true thing. <laughs> I know you're laughing, but it's true. It's uh, it's there, there's some the sort of tumors are in the way. Well, it's, I, I think it's just that our systems aren't such pussies, you know. But uh, I would not pick up a cigarette butt off the ground. Yeah, and smoke it. Now I know people who who uh, who talked about that when I quit smoking. I went to this uh, place where you share about it and stuff, like a like a meeting, you know. Uh, yeah, with cigarettes, it was specifically for nicotine. And people would say, like, I just we walk into, like, a Walmart and you see all these cigarette butts. Where pe- people walk in and they just put them out. There's about three quarters of a cigarette there, you know. I come out of the store. I couldn't think of nothing the whole time I was in there but except that cigarette. Like, come out and light up that. I'm just like, God damn, man. Can I ask you something about those groups? Never had it like that, I guess. Did they, did they make fun of the vapors in there the way Dave Chappelle got yelled at by Bob Saget and Half-Baked? <laughs> no, this is pre-vape. Okay. Just <laughs> there, was, there were no vapors at the time. Um, I'm sure that they would have, though. Wait, so, but this is for, for nicotine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, there's, 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 you know, meetings you can so go to. So Alcoholics Anonymous versus the nicotine people. Who? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. And they got the narcotics I'm not making people. A, I'm, not, got the, I'm not making people. a direct, The sex you know. on the subway bathroom people. You got to yeah, I mean, there's meetings for everything, but they're not all, you know, uh, necessarily related to the uh, to the mother group of AA. No. Yeah, some of these, though, I don't formula. think deserve a meeting. Some of this shit is just like, uh, somebody in that group should have been like, are we fucking kidding each other? This is nicotine. Like, Oh, shit. When are you sold, who sold their down, TV huh? to, yeah. Anybody saw the TV to get a pack of cigarettes? I'll tell you guy? one thing. I probably, I probably, uh, there were a lot of TVs that I couldn't afford because I was smoking <laughs> tons of cigarettes. And and okay. nicotine, especially up here in a fifteen dollars smoke. Nicotine, exactly. But nicotine is the only, it's the only product you can buy that will kill you when used as directed. <laughs> That's right. And if you go do that, then tell me you don't have a fucking problem. But it's problem. still not the most addictive. I argue. It's the most please, addictive substance submit, on the planet, nicotine please, is. I would submit that sugar is the most addictive. Sugar's bad. Sugar's now, bad. stick that in your dick hole. Okay, well, I've had. <laughs> Speaking of sticking things in the dick hole, <laughs> let's on, return on. to one moment. One, one moment, one moment. I, I had my sister one time t- tell me that same thing. She said, you know what? Sticking in your dick she hole? said that sugar, sugar was harder than nicotine to quit. She said it was more addictive than nicotine. And I was, and I was like, really? His cock. And, and I said, I don't know. Uh, and, and, and as I was listening to her talk, I realized she was holding a Reese's cup and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> what, the fuck, what the fuck do you know about heart? What a good visual. Mm. Speaking of addictive, addictive substance now, accused an accused meth dealer who dodged jail because of the coronavirus crisis. Now in lockup because he cut off his ankle monitor within a day of catching the break. <laughs> wow. Man. And you're shocked by this. Yeah. Sounds like Tuesday. Uh, wait, 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 am I, I'm shocked. <laughs> no. no. Uh, uh, Rayhan is his last name, his first name, Raysdur. He what? lucked out on March 12th when the Brooklyn federal judge decided that, you know what? Because of the pandemic, he would not send Rayhan to the Metropolitan Detention Center. For uh, for house arrest violation, uh, he allegedly committed while awaiting trial. But a law enforcement source told the Post that just hours after he left the courthouse, he cut off the monitor next day back in court before a new judge who ordered him detained. Uh, U.S. Attorney's Office declined to comment, and his attorney didn't respond. So, yeah, it, it's people it, it, People seem to think that there's these, like, really nice people who just 
uh, accidentally do a bad thing and now I'm all caught up in the criminal justice system. Yeah. And uh, No, these are people who, fucking, if you give them an inch, they will try to take a mile. Right. Let me highlight the fact that this is a meth case and in federal court, which means there had to be some weight involved with distribution. This isn't some street uh, uh, dime bag collar. Right. Yeah. He's an accused meth dealer. Yeah, this is, this is a serious thing. Someone gave him house arrest for Hmm. Plus, okay. there's a federal jail in New York, so isn't it more likely that you'll, you know, commit suicide by someone else's hand in a federal jail here than... Yeah. Are they releasing people in federal prisons here? I mean, uh, because the Fed is, you know, Fed is nice. That's one of those... Yeah, I mean... That's and, where and, you want to do time. And if you're really? there on some white-collar stuff and yeah. they, you know, they give you a comeback date, that's one thing, but a meth dealer? Hmm. Well, they will release every prisoner in New York before they release Harvey Weinstein, I'll tell you that. <laughs> He'd be the last one to go. He's got the COVID. Uh, there's a story here in the Post. Just to mention it, late sex perv Jeffrey Epstein used his close friendship with Harvey Weinstein to mm. impress the victims, but he grew enraged when the twisted m- movie mogul targeted one of his own favorite girls. <laughs> yeah, Don't so, suffocate really? her with your weight, sir. That's what it says, yeah. He, he, he's like, oh, I think I can fuck this chick. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he's a teen whore. Anybody he introduces should be available, you know? Uh, Weinstein was at Epstein's apartment. Boy, these fucking Epsteins and Weinsteins. Uh, no what offense. Are you, what are you saying? Uh, yeah, in, in France, they, uh, receiving a massage. He was there receiving a massage from one of Epstein's girls when he allegedly attempted to ag- he attempted to aggressively convert the massage into something sexual. Where were the Berenstein bears? Where would he get the, the idea that he could get sexual with a massage girl at Epstein's apartment? And she's I have not no easy. idea. I no, mean, so, Christ yeah, Almighty! Yeah, no, Epstein had the money for those good ones. Yeah, he absolutely could did. understand what you were telling them. So, uh, hmm. uh Petey. Uh, different tracks. Well, same train, different track. Monica Lewinsky. Oh yeah. Is that a? Was that a Harvey Weinstein? Jer- I mean, uh, Jeffrey Epstein situation? Because I've heard that that was some some type of connection with Monica. S- and Jeffrey. Behavior, Bill, different guy. Because yeah. Bill, he hung out with Jeff, too. So you think that that Epstein might have have had uh, trafficked Monica Lewinsky? That was was a rumor. Well, let's let's put that to the to the test for a moment. Uh, she she was thirty pounds too heavy, yeah. and uh, <laughs> the end. She's not going to be <laughs> in his table. The end. I mean, you know, she was uh, way too old for for that. I mean, she was like twenty one, at least twenty two. Yeah, she, she wasn't. Intern, she wasn't a teenager. Girl. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Bill Clinton just uh, she just happened to be working there. She's in college. No, low hanging that had fruit. Nothing to do with okay. Epstein. Yeah. yeah, she was low hanging fruit. Epstein. But I mean, right. you know, the, the great George Carlin, rest I in peace. I love low hanging fruit. By the oh, way. it's easy. You know, you, and, and, you know let's, what, let's be but, honest go, go about ahead. fat girls. Yeah, they're they're like Vespas. They're really fun to ride till someone sees you on one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. But but yeah, Carlin said it the best. He said, you know, JFK cheated with Marilyn Monroe. He was Camelot, and Clinton stuck his dick in a government clerk. Yeah, not exactly as. No, I don't know if, uh, another guy was like, like uh, you know, the, Bill Clinton was like an El Camino, you know. <laughs> when you see it from the front, it looks kind of sporty. Could be a good time. And you see it from the back, and it just has a load of shit in the back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was Tim Wilson, and he said it like that. Load of shit in the back. Hey, NYPD says there's a notable jump in crime. Uh, this was up until all this uh, staying at home shit started. There was a 35% jump in robberies citywide. 
and a 64% leap in stolen cars. I think stolen cars is the only thing that's holding up in the city. That makes certainly, sense. Yeah. This is going great. Mm. Uh, and so uh, that's, that's you know, no big deal now. Now, the NYPD has charged a Bronx man who called 911 in a suicide-by-cop attempt. Oh, the worst. A coronavirus-stricken Bronx man. We call it the China virus sometimes. China. A China virus-stricken Bronx man who tried to commit suicide by cop after calling 911 on himself has been arrested and charged, police said. That's 55-year-old Ricardo Cardona. With a name like that, how could you ever want to die? Yeah. What? How old was the guy? 55. Way uh, too old to pull this kind of shit. Yeah, the corona, too. Yeah. Suicide by cop. Please. You know, that's, you, that's a lonely fucking old man suicide. Yeah. Uh, he was charged with attempted assault on a police officer, criminal possession of a weapon, menacing a police officer in connection with that Wednesday morning Westchester Square shootout. And Holy you know shit. And that's why I respect the guy who wrote out his, um, his death, choreographed his death. Jumped in front of the train. No, that guy's a prick too. He's a selfish. He, yeah, he's this selfish. This guy's a selfish Ed, prick. This he, is no. But this is no. It doesn't effort. endanger lives, you know. This, well, this is, guy. Th- th- there's going to be like five cops that are now stuck having to go to shrinks and lawyer appointments for for years because they they pop this guy. The guy who jumps off the train makes everyone else late to work. That's about it. The guy who jumps off the overpass onto some poor schlub's car. I think that train just kept rolling. I mean, you know, I think that, they're not going to have to do a no. lot of cleaning. Maybe it's just a light hose down. <laughs> There's no body parts to pick up, man. They're all down on the street. Yeah. The guy, the, the the cab driver on Broadway, whose windshield got interestingly painted that day. It, it's the people who almost kill themselves, you know, where you got to like pick them up, administer emergency care, and stuff like that. This guy, you sweep him up in a dustpan. Uh, Cardona, who feared he was going to die from his infection because he is overweight and has diabetes. Diabetes. Called at 911 around 4 a.m. to report a man with a gun inside his building lobby. Oh, when cops responded, they found him with a ketchup covered blade and black <laughs> antique gun. <laughs> it's like I stabbed a hot dog. Don't shoot. Or go ahead and shoot. It's uh, the kind of guns they actually get at those buybacks. Hasn't shot in 15 years. Well, if, yeah, you pull the trigger and it says bang. Yeah. It's in quotes. Uh, <laughs> Cardona ignored repeated requests to drop his weapons and continue to threaten the cops. Two officers then opened fire, shooting nine times, striking him four. Not bad. Uh, hitting him in the back and hip. He was rushed to Jacoby Hospital. So where happened he, to the other uh, that's five? Where, that's where he, they're in the wall, I guess. He first told responders that he had tested positive for the virus the day before. He just tested positive. He just had tested positive. I mean, he probably had some symptoms this is the guy. It's, it's not that serious. This is the guy who kills himself because he got an HIV diagnosis. Now, yeah. no, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, you're right. Gonna, you're never gonna get, get sick. Or I'd rather get corona than HIV. If he got if he got HIV, what would he do? Go on a shooting spree, probably. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because because there's examples of people living with HIV. Uh, I think with there's corona, tons of people who recovered the though. The coronavirus. I think he's um, the way the media is selling it is like if you especially if you have underlying health conditions. You're a goner. I That's how they're the, selling it. The, yeah, but you're the right. Average you're is right. The Tom Hanks. It you was. Know? It is the. the I agree. The, uh, the average is you bounce back. This guy's back. like Tom Hanks. Who? Who the fuck is Tom Hanks? <laughs> but this this is true, and uh, the media really has. This is, this is blood on their hands. You know. I mean, he's not dead, so it's just blood. It's Are not you in die? Dead blood. I don't think he's dead. No, Fuck. he remains at the hospital. His arraignment was pending. Gunshots. They usually I mean, don't charge dead people for, for <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. That's what they. 
nine shots, four hit. That's why I asked, where did the other five go? But well, he was hit. Uh, Give him what he asked for. Give him all striking nine. Striking him four times, hitting him in the back and the hip. Uh, and I guess he got hit twice in the back and twice in the hip. So pretty fucking funny. NYPD gun they fly. didn't want to take him out because they shot in the back and the hip. This is a, this is a story. Why don't they shoot in the face, Benny? Okay, so shoot you center mass is what center you got to shoot for. Yeah. Without, okay. without, you know, throwing my, my brethren from New York under the bus, they are the worst shots in the world. Yeah. Really? Tell, yeah, that, tell that to Rafael uh, Diablo or whatever the fuck his oh, name I'm is. A, I'm a dude Diablo. No, that's a great example. Yeah, of yeah, 41 example. shots. They hit him 19 yeah. times at like 10 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> they killed him. So how about the cops that bad shots? They're pretty good. They're pretty good with a broomstick, though. <laughs> NYPD are the best cops. You really had to best go to cops in the world. So the the cops that one of the cops died by friendly fire. Uh, I think it may have been in Queens, and they yeah. were, they were just about to release the two guys who were charged for the death of that um, of that cop, even though he died by friendly fire. They were about to release them under this bullshit coronavirus relief, uh, free free to prisoner bullshit. Yeah, for some reason they don't want them to get the virus. Yeah, yeah but uh, <sighs> it reached uh, unbelievable. If anyone dies while you're committing a crime, even ancillary, yeah, you're charged with murder. Right. But so the, some, you go were, rob a store and the guy has a heart attack, you're a murderer. That's yeah. true, even if it's friendly fire. Even if it's yeah. friendly fire. Yeah. So I don't. I still don't understand friendly fire though. With as as a um, bad shot, the, the, somebody York, standing in the wrong place, bullets bouncing around. You know, it can happen. It can and, happen. And, and look, New York, to be fair, is one of the few places in America where a guy will take the police exam unless he's a veteran and likely never have held a gun before the police academy. And then they only cram all the gun stuff in the last two weeks. So That's which? So so where's the yeah. police force that knows how to like shoot? Anywhere in Texas. <laughs> well, <laughs> pretty much. LAPD, they're some of the best. Secret Service, some of the best. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's I mean, do you have anything empirical to back this up? I mean, is there a is there a, a is there a cop Olympics or a fucking pro yes, am once a year? I've or competed something? in it. Really? Oh wow! World Police and Fire Games. And you can tell me that the New York uh, cops had low scores. They're not even there half the time. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the important thing is to remember, I don't believe a lot of what you say. <laughs> hey, I love these That's guys. I grew up with these guys. <laughs> NYPD rules. PD, now, uh, Pat wants some confirmation by so go ahead and just say New York. And is, I'm gonna uh, and I'm gonna take 10. a beating yeah, when I go drinking with these guys next time. But take a beating. Uh, doctors, I'd listen. A doctor says that the medical workers are facing abuse from coronavirus patients. So that's good to know that they're grateful for all this bullshit. He manages a big Apple-based chain of urgent care centers, and he described a disturbing situation that his medical workers on the front lines had to endure. It's uh, patients that are spitting and hurling. Holy moly. Spitting and hurling the verbal abuse, you see. <laughs> Sorry about that, Talib. Uh, Dr. <laughs> J.D. Zipkin, <laughs> associate medical director of, uh, you know, this Go Health Urgent Care, Northwell Health, he offered a grim picture. He said, "I describe it in two ways. One, we're drinking from the fire. Uh, we're drinking from the fire hydrant, and the other way to describe it is everything's on fire, and the fire extinguishers are uh, extinguishers are also on fire." Wow. Well, you know what? I'm not helping patients who spit on me or don't want my help. If I'm a doctor, and that's probably why I'm not a doctor, but right. it's very simple. I'm going to help those who want to be helped. I think they take an oath, but I, I think in this case, I would be like, uh, well, you know, Hippocrates lived a long time ago before this kind of shit was happening. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, uh, I would be a hypocrite. Yeah. I would take the oath, but I would be a hypocrite. I would be a hypocrite for <laughs> refusing service to people. RMA, AMA. 
Well, I, I don't blame you a bit. I mean, like, uh, he, he says, uh, but what adds to the complexity is uh, the patients who are hostile to our front desk. We've had people trash our lobbies, cursing, spitting, coughing on the faces of my employees. If they don't get what they want, we've had to ramp up security. It's a whole deal. This is a hell of a reality show. Somebody's missing out on this. This needs to be yeah. documented and videotaped. Coronavirus clinic, a, yeah. It, it, this is some shit people need to see. I am personally the type of person who runs toward the fire to help. I'll have a guy who says that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Personally, you know. If you say that fire, and you're not a fireman, I am rushing in. <laughs> when I see trouble... <laughs> I, I don't think of nothing except saving people, you know. <laughs> Got burning baby all over me. Yeah. <laughs> if I see a burning baby, I'm going to stomp it out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he says these are absolutely grueling hours, uh, and I haven't been this sleep deprived in a long while. Maybe you're hallucinating, yeah. but there's also a deep sense of purpose that kind of keeps me going. Listen, he is a, a brave doctor, and we're supposed to be saluting him. Uh, I, 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 listen, like they're the first responders to 9-11 right now. But you know? he is saying, he knows he's giving, uh, I mean, he's giving the media some good sound bites. Mm. Saying what, what, he, what you expect all first responders to say. There's no fucking way this guy is, is this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Good. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. ain't no picnic. Well, well, yeah. At some point, you got to think of your family and go, I, uh, family first. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, Dr. Jennifer Haithy, she's a critical care cardiologist at Columbia University Medical Center. How does she look? Describe the impact on families not allowed to visit their loved ones amid the crisis. I think there's a lot of emotional burden. The families can't be there with them. That people are dying relatively rapidly, especially the, especially the older age group. Well, that is true. It's mostly the old ones. And now there's a... a same dis- groups that die from the flu, if you, you haven't noticed. Yeah, it's the same ones that die of anything they get. It's the same group that has it's, it's not one, that selective. one foot in the grave and the other on a banana pill. Here it is. Right. Here we have a video of them loading bodies uh, into, uh, looks like a, a trailer now. Refrigerator, yeah. Uh, dozens of uh, refrigerated trucks, it says they've uh, started to use. I had this bigger before. So... Yep. I will have this video for you, by the way, at crimereport.nyc, and you can see them loading bodies on in a bring-out-your-dead sort of way. Uh, this, I guess there must be more than usual because, I mean, if they do have to load bodies, so look at this. Look at this shit. Mad bodies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people have very short memory. In 9-11, when we had, like, five of those parked outside the medical examiner's office. And- that bus needs, I mean, that, that, that tractor needs, trailer needs a logo on it. I like It's a rental. Where is it? Where is this going? This is for real. Probably going to medical examiner. This is full of the bodies. It's like a load. It's like it's like a load. It's like a load. You know the sad thing is that's a rented trailer, so your your beef will be in that next week. <laughs> With Frankie Carbone. So. Well, this you know. I I know who you're talking about. I just don't feel that I'm. I immediately have to twist that into some kind of humor. <laughs> I don't want to be accused of not having seen Goodfellas. <laughs> Get me that out of here. A that is treason if you live in the city. Oh, a relatable. Do you like this lockdown? Do you like this lockdown? No. Uh, why are you asking a toddler what they like? Yeah, you like I, school? No. Yeah, you want fish sticks? No. no. Vegetables? No. Yeah, they don't want anything. It's, it's like I used to wait tables, and they would ask their kids, they're like, what do you want to drink? You want lemonade? Yeah. Or do you want chocolate milk? 
now we got to wait. Yeah. And it's just like people are bad parents, and that's one right there. Exploiting your kid for clicks. For clicks. Kids uh, for clicks. Uh, yeah, well, they're flouting the... Uh, they're flouting, apparently, the uh, social distancing orders down there in Brooklyn. Uh, so that's good. I, I think that I encourage that kind of thing. Now, if we could uh, just get block parties to stop happening in Brownsville, it would be great. Mm, 1718. And uh, what is this about? Are a they fining people yet here in, oh. here in New York, Pat? Oh, they're just fining them. I haven't seen anybody get fined, but they did uh, arrest a guy for hoarding masks in Brooklyn. I think he was trying to start his little, uh, a little secondary uh, source. Under underground mask oh, sales, man. crushing the uh, entrepreneurial spirit. A violent Brooklyn judge has uh, tossed out assault charges against two nail salon workers arrested for bashing customers with broomsticks during a 2018 melee over a botched eyebrow wax. Oh, Desna. where have you been all my life? This story. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn oh, Supreme is... Court Justice John Hecht said prosecutors did not have sufficient evidence to pursue charges against. Uh, Hui Zheng and Nilin, who worked at the now shuttered Happy Red Apple Nails, even though the scuffle was caught on a viral video. This day, this was an episode on Real Housewives of Section 8. You and Claus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hecht uh, issued his ruling uh, after a two-day bench trial that included testimony from Christina Thomas, who confronted salon workers on August 3rd, 2018, after getting a $5 eyebrow job that wasn't to her liking. But it's five bucks. Five bucks. $5 eyebrow job. You Sounds like they worked in the other parlor next door. <laughs> <laughs> Where they also weren't, weren't satisfied. But five <laughs> bucks. But it's a dude. But five bucks. I forget how that joke goes, but it's a great one. And it, in, it involves the $5 punchline. So uh, Thomas's mother, Jing's lawyer, said, okay, uh, the, it wasn't to her liking, this eyebrow job. And the situation got out of hand after one of Thomas's friends entered the salon, at which point the workers are seen grabbing brooms and whacking the two. Uh, Thomas was charged with misdemeanor assault, but the charge later dropped a few weeks later. The brawl between black customers and Asian workers at the East Flatbush Salon fanned racial tensions in the area. Just over a $5 eyebrow job. Yeah. Uh, and that's the extent of that? Like, uh, was there a boycott of the business? Neighbors also boycotted the Chinese uh, salon, which closed several months later after 10 years in business. Put them out of fucking business. I heard Mookie try to throw a garbage can through the window. If I don't but... like my, if I don't like my nails, I ain't gonna pay you. That wasn't Mookie. That was Ray Ray. You told him. Yeah. Ray Ray. I don't like my eyebrows. I'm not gonna pay you five dollars. I'm not gonna fuck you. That's what he said. You, 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 you should be grateful. You, you don't do have the right that. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Chinese. It has to be. Okay. Good. Well, that's a relief. We got that settled. Ooh, okay. Yeah, some uh, people can't tell them apart by looking at them. Yeah, because you don't want to people... demonize the Koreans. When the Koreans are like, oh, no, they were Chinese. I got no problem demonizing all of them with a broad brush, yeah. you know? They I actually mean, don't to like To me, it's other. more about them being female and nail salon workers, you know? That's like strike one, strike two. <laughs> the other part, I don't really care. Uh, but to, to wrap the story up, they, you know, they, they closed after 10 years in business, several months after this, and with the boycott and all. And Scott Toolman, that's Zheng's lawyer, insisted that public backlash over the case was inflamed in part because the portion of the video showing his client and Len striking Thomas with brooms was more widely circulated than the full video in which Thomas is seen going ballistic on the workers. That's what it is, one-sided video shit. Now you know how the cops feel, bitch. Mm -hmm. Tolman said prosecutors in the case did not have enough evidence to refute the workers' argument that they were defending themselves and the business during the skirmish. It's, you have, the burden of proof is on the accuser. Yeah. And that's basically what the law gives you, the right to defend yourself or your property, or your premises. There was no deadly force 
here. So this is a cautionary tale. Yep. We presented the evidence at trial and will continue to vigorously pursue cases when members of the Brooklyn community are violently attacked, said the DA's statement. This has been fun, guys. Hey. I've enjoyed it. Is that it? Well, yeah. We've covered everything in New York City? <laughs> wow. Then, uh, oh, okay. Well, we can, we can say that, uh, guess what? Takashi69, he is ordered released early from prison due to the coronavirus oh. uh, panic. So that's some good news, huh? So do he we have an over on how long he's lasting? Mm. I, don't, I wouldn't know where uh, to put the line. He's, uh, uh, he's going to take um, witness protection, I'm sure. He's, I, would he, you think it, is it that bad for Daniel Hernandez, who's from a he was a he's getting released from a private prison in Jamaica, and it was made public Thursday this morning. It was more than a week of unsuccessful. I didn't think they were going to let him go. This Takashi Six Nine. They God seem, bless you. They seem not. <laughs> Tommy keeps sneezing. Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> Oh, you'd think that was a, a oh, Japanese name. Yeah. All right, uh, oh, thanks for being here, Ben Manis. I make sure you catch Ben's article. Read it in City Journal. It's all about some fucked up shit happening in Philadelphia, and very, very similar to, you know, uh, New York City. When you get right Soros down to it, has bought the DA's election. Oh, great. Paul Krasner, what a son of Larry a bitch. Krasner. Larry Krasner. Paul Krasner was in like fucking. Jefferson Airplane, I think. Let him loose Larry is what we call him. Yeah. Let him loose Larry. Well, you know what? We, we, we used to have one here, a judge called Cut Him Loose Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Larry's cousin. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was back They're in the, the day. Bruce Cut him, cut him Loose Bruce. Uh, Ray, Ray uh, or excuse me, Ralph Friedman told me about him. Now, uh, Tlaib Starks. Ralph. Safe, Ralph Friedman. I love being on with you every Thursday. Safe space is a truly safe space for commentary, not, not from, from commentary. commentary. And right. uh, being your uh, colorless commentator yes, sir. is one of my great joys in life. My favorite hour of the week, Safe Space with Lieb Starks, Thursdays, 2.30. Still going live, still in studio, in studio. and who cares about illness and uh, restrictions. You know, we have an essential job, and that is to make people laugh. Go to crimereport.nyc to see the video of them loading the bodies and uh, any other videos I happen to come across, plus links to all today's stories. And, uh, you know, plus the daily, uh, uh, you know, the day in, in de Blasio. Today in de Blasio, new thing is, right. so if you see the latest link, that is scapegoating him and making fun of him for being shitty at his job. Tremendous. Uh, one more time, thanks, uh, Ben. Thanks, Tlaib. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.